Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, Savvy Soul. So I want to start this episode with a little celebration and a very big thank you. I just found out that this podcast has ranked in the top 5% globally in the listen notes. That's out of 2.7 million podcasts in the world. And this really surprised me because I'm not one for statistics analytics, if you know me. So I quite frankly never looked. But I want to thank all of you so much because it's the listeners that make this podcast work. Every time I'm doing a new episode, it's like each of you is just one person having a coffee with me. And I love that image and all of your support and love and your desire to make your lives different is what fuels me and keeps me going. So a big thank you to all of you. So if you've been listening to this podcast, I think it's because there's some part of you that's looking for something more that wants your life to feel more expansive that wants you to leap out of your bed in the morning, excited to go to work, that wants you to be engaged every day doing the things your soul's been yearning to accomplish, that wants you to be recognized and valued for who you are, that wants your intelligence, your creativity, your humor, your leadership, your inspiration, your wisdom, your inventiveness, all of those things to be unleashed on the world that wants you to allow your brilliance to shine. And I feel for you, my friends. I remember when I was a tax lawyer later on in my career and I read Dr. Martin Seligman's book, Flourishing. So for those of you who don't know who he is, he's the father of positive psychology. And when he originally started his career, he wrote a lot about happiness. But then he wrote this book, Flourishing, and he said happiness wasn't enough. He discovered that we all desire to flourish. He defined flourishing as a state we create by increasing our positive emotions, engaging in the world and our work or hobbies, developing deep and meaningful relationships, finding meaning and purpose in our lives, and achieving our goals through cultivating our strengths and talents. Positive psychologist Dr. Lynn Suit pointed out that flourishing is a process that requires action. It's the product of the pursuit and engagement of an authentic life that brings inner joy and happiness through meeting goals, being connected with life passions, and relishing in accomplishments through the peaks and valleys of life. So when I heard about this idea of flourishing a decade or so ago, my heart sank because it highlighted so clearly for me that I was definitely not flourishing. Yes, 
I had a good job by any standard. Yes, my job used some of my strengths and talents in ways that I enjoyed. Yes, I got to work with smart people. Yes, I made a lot of money. But no, I realized I wasn't finding meaning and purpose at work or in my life, apart from being a mother of two kids I loved. No, I didn't feel like I was engaging in the world the way I yearned to be doing. No, I wasn't feeling inner joy or happiness by meeting my goals at work. The truth was that my job, despite how desirable it appeared, felt flat to me. It felt unimportant to me. The deepest part of me was thirsty for something more. And when I finally decided to listen to that part of me, it guided me in a new and totally unexpected direction. It turned out that my inner artist was ready to bubble out into the world, even though I'd been telling myself that I wasn't creative for four decades. And after I allowed that to happen, after I became an artist, my inner life coach was ready to surface and walk hand in hand with the artist. And now I'm an artist and a life coach, and I am def definitely flourishing. I'm no longer waking up and wondering if there's something more for me. I'm in the more right now. Or to paraphrase Dr. Suits, I'm in the constant pursuit and engagement of my authentic life in a way that continues to bring me inner joy and happiness. And that's what I most want for you too, Savvy Souls. So now, to be straight up with you, the fact that I'm flourishing doesn't mean my life is all unicorns and rainbows. And when you create a life where you get to flourish, your life won't be all rainbows and unicorns either. Life is going to continue to be 50-50. Life will continue to have its ups and its downs. You'll still have doubts and fears. There will still be days it feels like it's not working or you're doing it wrong. There will be days that you lose your confidence. But these more difficult feelings will be in the overall context of a life that feels meaningful to you. A life where you get to be more you. So I have some pointed questions for you, Savvy Souls, and know that I ask you each one of these questions with love. So here they, here we go. How long will you keep telling yourself, maybe I'll do this sometime in the future? How long will you keep saying, maybe when I retire? How long will you keep saying, maybe next month or next year or next decade? How long will you keep saying, maybe when the kids have left home? How long will you keep saying, maybe after I've been promoted and stashed away from money? Just how long will you wait to live the life you want? So here's the thing about cliches. They stick around because of the truths they hold. So here I'm thinking of that idea, live every day as if it's your last one. So this is actually such good advice. So if we do a thought experiment 
and you imagine you have limited time left to live, you'll immediately know what your real priorities are. You'll immediately know, hey, this thing I've been focusing on actually doesn't matter that much to me. You'll immediately think, I want to experience this. I want to try that. Yet, and I hate to remind you of this, the truth is we all do have limited time left. It's not just a thought experiment. We never know what curveballs life will throw at us tomorrow. We never truly know that there will be a tomorrow for us. So my challenge for you is to be onto your brain when it tries to convince you that it's okay to wait. You don't need to get a terminal diagnosis before you can start appreciating the value of each day now. You don't need something bad to happen to start listening to your soul now, to hear what's actually wanting to be created through you. You already know that in your final days, you're not gonna look back and decide that you're glad that you worked late into your evenings or stuck around for one more deal or one more promotion. You're not gonna rejoice that your firm thought you were a great employee, but you never had time to pursue your passion for gardening, your desire to study Eastern religions, or your urge to work in the music industry. You're not gonna be saying, oh, I wish I hadn't had so many rich experiences. I wish I hadn't traveled to so many countries. I wish I hadn't written that book. I wish I hadn't explored my passion for music, or architecture, or transcendental meditation. So I think you're starting to get the point. I think you already know all of this. You already know there's something more and that you're gonna regret it if you keep caging that part of yourself. You're gonna regret it if you don't let it out of the cage and into the sun. There's a deep part of you that already knows all the things I've been telling you today, and yet you still find yourself not taking action. You still find yourself pushing off your dreams of what could be. And if that's you, Savvy Souls, I want you to know that nothing's gone wrong. You've got a human brain. You've got a normal human brain. And here's the thing about human brains. They hate change. There's nothing our brains hate more than change. And you aren't an exception. Here's what your brain wants for you. It wants you to breathe. It wants you to have shelter and enough food to eat. And that's it. Your brain has very low standards. Are we breathing? Yep, okay, fine. Let's keep doing what we've always been doing because we know if we keep doing that, we'll be likely to survive another day. We've done that before and we're still alive. And so this is what your brain wants above all else, just for you to stay alive. And that's it. And you know what your brain couldn't care less about? It couldn't care less about your personal growth and evolution. It couldn't care less about your self-expression, your need to make a difference, your need to matter, your need to contribute, your thirst to listen to what your soul is urging you to do. Your brain literally has zero interest in your enlightenment. So 
when you contemplate setting boundaries, saying no to your boss and to your family to create the space and time you need to write that book of poetry, your brain is resistant. It doesn't want you to upset the apple cart. It wants you to accommodate everyone else in your life because that's worked for you in the past in the sense that you're still alive, right? You're still breathing, right? So what you're doing is working, it says. Let's not change anything here. We've got something that works. When you imagine leaving your internationally recognized employer to join a small startup that has a mission and purpose that fires you up, and you know in your bones the five brilliant ways you could contribute to that firm, your brain tells you that this is an absolutely terrible idea. Who cares if your job feels flat and you spend your days waiting for the weekend to come? Your brain certainly doesn't care. It wants you to do what's proven and true, not brainstorm how you could make joining that new venture work and keep yourself afloat financially. When you contemplate ignoring what the recruiters advised you to do, what the market pundits are saying is happening in the job market, and what the business leader that you follow advises, because you have a new contrary idea about how to go about doing things in a brand new way, in a way that comes from inside you, and not from what everyone around you says is right, your brain says, who do you think you are? You're being too big for your britches. Do you think you're better than all those experts? What your brain's really saying is, hey, let's not try something brand new and untested. Let's stick with what other people have tried before and know is safe. Who cares if we don't unleash something that could make thousands of lives better when we could be safe instead? So savvy souls, the reason you're not executing your dreams isn't because there's anything wrong with you. It's because you have a human brain that's focused on safety and not on your personal evolution. So that's the first step, is just knowing there's something important you want and your brain so far has been doing an excellent job of stalling you and keeping you alive. I think there's a lot of comfort in knowing that there's absolutely nothing wrong with you for not taking action yet. There's nothing wrong with being human and having a fully functioning brain. And I want you to know that it's possible to break down the execution of your dream into small, easy steps that aren't so triggering for your nervous system. It's possible to learn how to feel anxious or afraid and not believe the thoughts that are keeping you stuck. It's possible to learn how to feel anxious and afraid and still take action. It's possible to learn how to think more expansively and constructively about the things that have been blocking your forward momentum. It's possible to learn how to walk around what seems like the largest, most enormous, biggest obstacles on your path and still get to your destination. Savvy souls, I want to leave you ultimately with a sense of possibility. I want to leave you with the knowledge that of course you're nervous when you think about taking action. Of course your brain will keep telling you to do nothing. Of course you'll want to keep putting it off. 
And you don't need to stay stuck. You don't need to deprive yourself of a life that will feel well-lived at the end. If you go back to some of my old episodes, you'll find specific ways to navigate through some of the many obstacles that might be holding you back. I'm not going to recommend particular episodes here because it depends on your specific circumstances and what's blocking you. But I think there is a lot of stuff in the old episodes that could be really helpful when you're wanting to move forward. And if you find that you still need help figuring out how to move forward and how to apply the things that I teach here to your specific circumstances, an easy step I want to invite you to take is to schedule a call with me where we'll look at your particular circumstances together. We'll look at the way your brain works together. And I'll show you how to view your circumstances in a different light and see a new way forward. I'll show you how to think about your specific issues in a way that feels safer and more doable and easier. And I promise you'll leave the call with a much better sense of how to move forward. So you can book your free call with me by going to www.gracedcanvas, that's G-R-A-C-E-D as in dog, C-A-N-V-A-S dot com slash work hyphen with hyphen me. There's a link there where you can book your free call. And so for the rest of you, Savvy Souls, have an awesome week. Live your dreams. They are possible. Love you guys. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.